0: All right, well, joining us now with a little perspective on this, it is the great Dante Scarnecchia on the Harbor One Hotline. Hey, Dante, good morning. Good morning, Greg. Thanks for having me on. It's always great having you on, and quite quite an end to a career, an amazing career yesterday. Um, I'll get right into it. Am I uh, a crybaby for wanting Tom Brady to acknowledge the fans of New England and the organization yesterday in your mind? Well, my feeling on all
1: that is I thought he did that two years ago when he left the place. And for me personally, that was enough. I think in five years when he goes into the Hall of Fame, by that time I'll be 79, I hope I'm still around Um, I think he will be effusive in his praise of all the people in New England and for his 20 years here. So for me personally, I I didn't take a front to any of it. In fact, I didn't even hear what he said or didn't say. I think he's been in Tampa for two years. I think he felt compelled, in my estimation, to thank the people down there for a great two years
0: and move on, man. Let's go. <laughs> Do you think he remains bitter about the way things ended here? I don't personally think
1: that. I think that uh you know I I, I know Tom really well. Um uh, I'm a huge fan of his and I hope uh, I hope a good friend and um you know I I think he's great. Look at when you look at your football career and for 20 years to do what we accomplished here, and I'll use that term we because I don't think he would ever say I, but between the, the staff and the organization and the coaching and, and the, all the players, all the incredible players he played with, he knew it took every one of us to achieve whatever it is we achieved. And uh, I think that's the kind of person that Tom is.
0: Dante, how difficult do you think it was for him to be able to walk away from the game knowing he still can play at the highest level possible?
1: I think it is difficult, Jermaine. I I honestly feel that way, and, and I, I would be honest with you, uh, I have mixed emotions about it. I watched him play a bunch of games in the last two years, and for some reason I was fortunate to see a lot of them this year. And this guy is playing as good as any quarterback, in the league, maybe in the history of the league, this season was spectacular. And given the fact that for a third, almost a half of it, he didn't have his best receiver out there, and you know, and he, they they did some patchwork stuff, and they did a hell of a job to, you know, to win the games they win and come within, you know, a, a cat whisker of winning, of beating the team that's now in the Super Bowl and the Rams. So. I I think the guy's unbelievable at 44 years old to play the way he's playing right now. I think it's just, it's nothing like we've ever seen.
0: Do, do you ever, do you think he gets that itch maybe after he's been out for a year and goes, you know what? I do.
1: I think it's all been said. And I think I heard you say this, mm-hmm. you know, you, you, you watch, he'll watch games. He'll say he won't, but he will. And he'll look and he'll say, oh my God, I can still do that. And, and he'll probably will get that itch, but I, you know this as well as I know this and anyone that's ever stepped away from this thing or any job really what I've come to realize is there's been so many instances in my life where I said you know if I was coaching football I wouldn't be able to do this today with the people that are most important in my life and to me that eases all the anxieties you may have about saying I can go out there and do this and I can still do it pretty well but and I think that that's what he'll go through. And, and it'll be the, very much the same. He will be fulfilled, as you and everyone that's ever retired know, that he'll be fulfilled in other aspects of his life.
0: But, Dante, could Wiggy still go do it today?
1: No, hell no.
0: I, I didn't see some of these tight ends. I could run a couple of routes and catch the ball. But, well, yeah. <laughs> no, you
1: could it have to be within five yards. Goal line And they gotta be laying way off you. Yeah, goal I don't
0: line. think you could take a hit today, Wiggy, so well let's let it go, will you? I could run a goal line corner we'll around. Go. good play action. So, Wiggy's still he's holding off on his retirement yes. announcement just in case. He hasn't he hasn't issued he he hasn't issue he hasn't issued a nine hundred and sixty two word manifesto saying goodbye yet, don't they? You'd be in there, by the way. I know you would be.
1: Hey I'll tell you what, Jermaine. You were a, you were a good player they are doing the stuff that you did and you're you're really good at what you do right now so just be happy.
0: <laughs> Dante, I feel like some fans still trying to hold out hope that he didn't mention the Patriots in that to sign some type of one-day contract and retire as a Patriot. Do you think there's any chance that that could happen?
1: I think there is and I honestly I hope there is. But that's up to Tom and you know Tom will do what he thinks is best for him and I look at there's going to be a lot of time here going forward between now and when he does get inducted into the hall of fame. And, you know, I think this is, this place meant a lot to Tom for 20 years of his life. Think of what he's done, you know, nine super bowls. What it was 11, 12 AFC championship games, a hundred million playoff games. I mean, the guy accomplished so much here. And so, this place means a lot to him. There's no doubt about it. So I just take it at face value, and I'm letting it go.
0: Hey, Dante, I just, you know, he isn't dead yet, obviously, thankfully. But uh, were there any specific memories that you had that when you heard the news that he was retiring that that came to mind of your your many years uh, coaching on the same team as Tom Brady?
1: Yeah, I, there's there are so many, Chris. And I think the one thing that always stood out in my mind with him is that when when the bigger the game, the harder he worked. And he worked really, really hard anyways. But I, I would remember, you know, when we would be preparing for the championship games, whether it was the AFC championship or the ultimate championship, that this guy was like uh, in his own world, con- constantly in his – if he wasn't in a meeting, he was in his room studying and preparing. And his efforts to do everything that he possibly could to ensure that he would play as good as he possibly could play was unbelievable. I mean, think of it. You're on the greatest stage everywhere when you go to the Super Bowl and you have that whole week and you think, well, let's go out and have a blast. He didn't go out and have a blast, man. He was all business. And it was so comforting in so many respects that, you know, you, you just knew our best, our best player, and we had a lot of really good players. And he'll say that too, was doing everything he could to play the best football of his life on that one game. And I always appreciated that about
0: him. I know you never say never, but will, will any anybody, anybody ever do what, what he did again in the league?
1: You know, you never. You're right, Greg. You do never say never because you know you saw the bars, the standard that had been set you know, with Bradshaw and with Montana and with, and, you know, Aikman, all these great, great quarterbacks. And he, you know, and he jumped ahead of them. And, um, you know, there's always those guys that are going to come along that, uh, that are certainly going to be as talented as Tom and as gifted as Tom. And they're going to be guys that the game means as much as Tom, but it takes a lot of pieces in place to make those things happen. And, you know, to win seven Super Bowls, that's an awful, awful big ticket that, you know, that you're going to have to answer to. And it takes a hell of a lot to do it. So I don't know. You know, I'll, I'll leave it open. And if it happens, great for the next guy. And if it doesn't, then, uh, you know, we're just all grateful that we all shared in this. And, I mean, everyone shares in it. Everyone. You guys have more to talk about when <laughs> things are going good around here and when they're going bad. And so... You know, it's you know they make your job easier, and they, they and for me, when things are going good, they make my job easier.
0: Well, yeah, it'd be tough to do without a great O line and a great O line coach.
1: <laughs> oh no, it'd be a lot. That's nothing, man. It's better if you got a bunch of good receivers that can get open and backs that can see where the holes are. That's what counts the most, and a great defense too.
0: Dante, when you look at you know coaching, and it looks like Ivan Fares might be walking away. Uh, Bill Belichick, I think that's the biggest thing that, you know, as us fans, we watch and we say, how long is he going to coach? How long does he have left? You know him personally. I mean, how long do you think this guy is going to continue to coach for?
1: I think he'll go as long as, as he feels like he can. Uh, and I think that he reality will set in and he will say, you know, I need to step away from this now. But I think this guy is very fulfilled every day because his work ethic is, you know, beyond belief um because he has he wears so many hats in that building but I would say, you know, I don't see where we're seeing the end of him anytime soon and and i would only say this to anyone that's at that stage you know where some people think you should some people think you shouldn't or whatever it is is do it as long as you as you can absolutely do it as long as you can and uh, and i think for him he will do that i know in my own certain situation i retired probably too early came back for 4 years and uh it was an unbelievable 4 years and uh you know, and this time was a lot easier, and uh, and I and I am fulfilled, and I, I think it'll be the same for Bill.
0: Dante, has Bill ever sent you a text that was intended for someone else? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I'm not going there. No, he didn't. He's never
0: done that. Okay, all right, all right. Um, well, listen, it is always great. Who do you like in the Who do you like in the game? Oh man, I think. I think two things,
1: one, I think the Rams would be tough to bet against because I think their defense is so stifling, they're good on the back end in coverage, and they can rush the quarterback now from either side with donald and uh and uh well, what's his name the guy John Miller? From, uh yeah, I mean he's a can of kick ass, and between those two guys, you know they're gonna present a lot of pressure but i the the second part of me says, you know I've been watching these Bengals for two straight weeks and you know and they're pretty darn good man that quarterback's good those receivers are good and and you know to the ultimate question uh you know they made some changes in the second half of that game last week that allowed them to win it on defense and they did man they rushed three and dropped eight and made them try to throw it into tight areas and you know, and that's the way Tampa beat them last year. So I don't know. I, I think it, I hope it'll be a hell of a game, just like all these playoffs I've been. So I just I'm just hoping for that. And but I would probably say I would pick the Rams, and I wouldn't be surprised the other way.
0: Dante, did you describe Wiggy as a can of
1: a pain in the ass when you were coaching him? <laughs> I did. I did not. I've always said this about Jermaine. He could run down there and bump off a bump against a bunch of guys, catch that ball in that 10- to 15-yard range, and we were doing all right with him. You could really rely on him. Now, he was talking about the goal line earlier. We didn't really run behind him on goal line. <laughs> I was going nowhere. That's so fraudulent. In all fairness to him, he got everything there was to get out of what he had, no doubt, and he was a pleasure to be around.
0: Well, I appreciate uh, that, man. Before you go quick, because Wiggy drives me nuts. I'm sure you listen <laughs> You listen to the show, so you hear him say it all the time. He believes Mac Jones is close to his ceiling at this point. Do you, do you agree or disagree?
1: I think his ceiling will go higher when the supporting cast around him gets big, gets better. That's what I feel. And, I, and I'm not disparaging anybody there, because I think all of those guys have a chance to contribute. But they need guys that can take the top off the defense, and guys that can that slot guy that can get open open and and move the chains and all the rest of it. All I will say is, is that when he had guys like that, where he last came from at Alabama, and that's unheard of. He had guys like Burrow has at Cincinnati playing all around him, and his numbers were off the chart. And I think the ceiling will go up with this guy as it gets better with the people around him, and that's how I feel.
0: Awesome. All right. Well, listen, you know this, but you're welcome on this show anytime. We love talking to you, and thanks for sharing some thoughts on Tom Brady this morning, Dante.
1: You're welcome, and thanks for having me on. Take care.
0: All right. There he is. Uh, Always a great interview with Dante Skarnacki. Great coach, too. Oh, guy is the best.